Hello, lovely folks. Welcome to another episode of the Hurtwood Mules podcast. This week, we're going to bring you some more field recordings from our latest Muse launch event in the canteen with donuts and storytelling aplenty, and this time the exciting edition of a badge-making machine, which proved to be a gigantic hit with the students, largely, as it turns out, in a slightly sinister way, consisting of students making badges of Louise's face or my face, which is a little bit unnerving. Uh, We've got short stories, Beckett-inspired short stories, poems by Nat and Jade. If you're interested in getting in touch with Jade about that image accompanying her poem, please uh, just send her a quick email. We've got film ideas, we've got stories about charity work, we've got talks about political inspirations, all sorts of exciting stuff. If you want to read more of what we're doing at Hurtwood House, have a look at our Muse blog, which is at museherwood.com. You can also go there to look at all of the previous episodes of the podcast, images, poetry, articles, journalism, a bunch of other stuff that the students of Hurtwood House have been putting together. That's it for now. We hope you enjoy the random and rambling stories of the students of Hurtwood House. Okay, so we are going to be doing um, the one word, what's it called? The one word. The one word game, inspired by Samuel Beckett. Is that the one? And also Samuel Beckett, yeah. Thomas Beckett. Samuel Beckett was the Archbishop of Canterbury. Yeah, no. Samuel Beckett. Samuel Beckett. Okay, start us off. Which way is he going to go? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Right, okay. um, <laughs> I just want to block the mic. Just, just sit there. Um, just sit. Airpods. Zoe, away. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, sorry, on. Sam, we'll start now. Round um, one. There was a giant plank of wood. This humongous piece of wood. Also, was short and stout. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that if I ate this, would I would become a lot of Lego, I didn't really have any imaginary friends. Okay. That kind of helped, I just made a lot of Lego stuff and that was... Did you win any competitions? No, I just sat at home and did it. It wasn't very outgoing. Lego's not really an outgoing thing, I don't think. Uh, it's constructive. It is con- well, yeah, it's, in, its, in its essence it is constructive. Okay, come back when you remember an imaginary friend. Um. Alright, so last month I volunteered for refugees in Calais, which is in France. And I've learned so much about uh, how lucky I am and how lucky we all are to be here and to even have a bed to sleep on 
or a roof over our, our heads. I've realized how easy it is and actually how fun it can be to make such a big difference into so many people's lives by doing such easy things like sorting out clothes or cooking a meal for a lot of people. Um, I really recommend doing this. It was very easy. I got to meet so many interesting people and each person had such a story behind their lives and why they're in that place at that moment. So um, you can easily donate, like you can help from home by even sharing um, like links about, for example, the Help Re Refugee website, which is always in my, on my Instagram, which is INSPNC. Um, and <laughs> shameless promo, wow. Um, and you can donate really easily, like even five pounds is, for example, it's a blanket and they're running out of blankets for this winter. So anything would help. Thank you very much. Guys, I want to hear about your imaginary friend. Imaginary friend? No, I have, I'm all alone, that's why. Really? Yeah, in my soul. I never never had an imaginary friend? No. I only okay. talk to myself. Yeah, exactly, that's my imaginary friend. My so, sorry, Paulina, you only... I only talk to myself sometimes when I feel lonely. Okay, yeah. Okay, where's the thing? It's there. Okay, hello. Hey, it's Emma and Adriana. Adriana. Okay, so this is a little story about what happened in my dream yeah, last night. Yeah, and I'm just here to comment and go, yeah. ooh, ah. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, I genuinely thought this was real when I woke up, so don't be disturbed, it's a bit weird. Okay, so basically, in my dream, first of all, I was pregnant, <gasps> don't know why. Pregnant. <laughs> don't know how that happened. And then, basically, I was meant to have a babysitter or someone to come and take care of me and my child, but it turns out my friends are all really horrible and they all like they ordered me a murderer who had I an can, axe i can confirm this yeah and he like killed someone with an axe on the bus on the way to take care of me don't, don't, so don't. this all happened and i was like oh my god why does that why are none of my friends being supportive and i tried to go and talk to people it was like a normal day at school and then i like kept trying to tell people so i sat down with alex and gabby and they just said to me guess what i'm in love with gabby and she <gasps> said she loves me and we're in a relationship and this is so funny because it's just the most unrealistic thing that's ever happened and then cut a long story short I nearly died by an axe murderer because he carried on chasing me and then when I was about to die I woke up from my dream the long story end. short yeah all your friends hate you when you're pregnant and a teenager there you go there's a moral Peace story out. cautionary tale Frankenstein Shabanta. bye bye when I was young, I had a friend called um, The Circle, uh, yeah, um, and then he rolled down a hill and I never saw him again. And he rolled down a hill and I never saw him again. Okay. Yeah. I should have made a square, that's the conclusion. Okay, let's try again, let's try again. Round two. Once. There. Seemed to be. Oh. oh, for God's sake! <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I don't do English. Okay. And this okay, is why we go three. to Hertwood. Once there was a show called My Little Buttons. <laughs> buttons. <laughs> yep, buttons. <laughs> this spectacle of buttons. <laughs> <laughs> is unique because the 
buttons often grow. Unfortunately, these buttons grew to badges <laughs> of Sam Turton. <laughs> Okay, imaginary friend. My imaginary friend is um, a pet monkey. Yes. He's called uh, Rudolph, the pet monkey, and he really likes to eat uh, licorice. And, and how do you manage to keep up with the demand? I don't. He died. <laughs> Grandfather clock. Time is passing lonely. I feel each hour like a strike, each day like a bruise. Tis lonely in time. The clock's hands, when they touch fleetingly, are biting cold. The glass reflects my solitary self and mocks its single silhouette. Wood that bites where it is soft. These little hurts, bruises, splinters, arteries and internal bleeding. It will take more than that to love me. Your imaginary friend. Why don't you ask him? <laughs> I don't want to... So, I wrote a script last year called Eyelash. It is a story of two women who meet each other on a train, train station platform, and one leaves her purse, sat on a bench by mistake, gets on her train, and the other woman goes to return it and gets on the wrong train. So these two women, they're sitting next to each other, they've got a long journey ahead of them. One's going in the right direction, the other, other's going in the wrong direction. And uh, they both begin to become friends, they both begin to explain their stories, what led them to this specific point. And it turns out that both of them are running away from something. One was running away from an abusive boyfriend, the other was running away from life problems. And they get off the train, and, uh, but they're not sure where they are, they miss their stop. They spend the night together and they find out that they are both running away from something which is related. They go on and they try and resolve their issues by talking to each other because they end up finding out a little bit more about each other than they already knew. And they, it turns out they both knew each other beforehand, but unknowingly. And then upon this realization, they both decide to run away together to a beach and the final shot of the entire movie is an extreme close-up on one of the women's face of an eyelash, hence the name of the movie, and um, blow it away and then it tracks off into the distance and um, yeah. I wasn't giving too much away because, you know, I can't. But um, that is eyelash. Imaginary friend. <laughs> I've never had one. I have enough friends myself. Okay. All of them Didn't need to make them up. <laughs> um, my imaginary friend uh, is a reflection of myself, but prettier. <laughs> when I was on a charity mission in Africa, um, we were installing my this charity that I work with. We were installing um, toilets into a village and we were speaking to some of the locals and 
um, this one elderly woman, she was like 70s, yeah, she was in her 70s, um, she was expressing a lot of gratitude um, because using, you know, they, they, before that they would have to use bathrooms outdoors um, and she was expressing a lot of gratitude that, you know, we had put in a, an eco-sanitation system in the village so that they wouldn't have to, you know, leave the walls because it was, um, men would come and, you know, hit them over the head um, while they were trying to go to the bathroom, they would hit them over the head or um, rape them, try to, you know, murder them, and so they were really, really grateful to us um, for, you know, taking that aspect of fear away from literally having to go to the bathroom. And it makes you wonder, you know, for women, when does the abuse ever stop? And it also, you know, puts into perspective how lucky I am um, to be in a, you know, Western, you know, built-up sort of society. Um, my imaginary friend is a squirrel, and it goes on adventures with me, and my mum used to write books about him when I was younger with my little sister. Secret squirrel. Name? Secret. Secret squirrel. Is he still with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is my story. I guess is that a story? Well, it's more of a, it's more of a passion in a way. Um, my first ever protest I ever attended. This is my story, I guess. Um, well, it was a protest on. It's basically a pro-Palestinian protest through London, and um, I was maybe ten, and that was basically the first ever time I got politically involved. And um, since then, I've been like always getting involved in protests and rallies. Um, in marches and you know I guess the story at the end of the day is to read what's going on around you and see what the big deal is about everything I guess the more you read the more your knowledge grows and that's important so my story is your story imagine friends what, what do I what, how do you talk about? what do you mean is it a question is it who's your imaginary friend or have you had imaginary friends I I wouldn't say I've had imaginary friends. I've had imaginary <laughs> concepts of what I'd like relationships to be like okay. with friends. That sounds super serious. Girls or family. I think, I think we all have a concept of what we, what our ideal relationships are like. Or we'd like to be, we'd want them to be like with family, friends. It's, it's very objective, I'd say. If everyone wants someone they could trust, rely on, um, <laughs> who will be there for them, despite, I don't know, arguments they may have. Everyone gets into arguments, so, but you'd, you'd expect them to still be there, despite having arguments, you know? Someone you know, no, you, you love, and would take a risk for. Okay, so this is one of the poems I entered for Photoverse, and it's actually untitled, because I didn't want to give it a title, but it has a picture with it, and if you want to see it, just let me know, and I guess I could post it if you if your argument is compelling enough. Okay, so here it is. We fell out of the car and into a dreamscape, where our tears run sweet and our eyes turn forever upwards. Yeah, that's it. And I'll leave the picture to your imagination, but it's really colourful, so 
maybe you can have a guess at what it is and you can tell me and then I can show you what it really was and you can find out whether you were close or not. So, bye! I actually... I have something similar to an imaginary friend. Go on, tell. Well, I actually used to think that um, my dad was a robot and um, he had lasers um, shooting out his eyes. So um, I used to always run away from him because I couldn't stare directly at him, otherwise his lasers would come in. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do you know so, what age you were when that was going? Probably like 67, maybe, something like that, yeah. Okay, and it just went away? Well, um, I think he kind of... Had or to did you unplug him. Yeah, I unplugged him. <laughs> yeah, shut him up. I had alter egos right, that okay. were my own friends. Right. That were also me. Yes. It's the origin of why I thought I was bipolar. Okay. Turns out I am. Um, and I used to dress up uh, in costumes and talk to myself in the mirror. Okay. For many years. Okay. Um, and I think that was the origin of me making up characters and stories. To finish off this story, I thought we might do a bit of ASMR. Are you ready? <laughs> Today, on a news day, we have been writing special poems. Thank you. Bye, Zoe. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Zoe.